and welcome to this Real Deals podcast. Today we'll be looking at the topic of creating value through innovation and green energy initiatives. I'm Talia Masiri, editor at Real Deals, and today I'm joined by Jason Burtz, investment director at Rutland Partners, and John Randerson, CTO at Woodall Nicholson. Hi guys, thanks for, thanks for joining me today. Hi Talia. Hi Talia. Hi. Um, so just before we start, I think it'd be good if you could both give a quick introduction to yourselves and your firms um, so that our listeners get a better understanding. Um, Jason, would you mind going first? Yeah, sure. I am, uh, I'm Jason Burr, as mentioned, an investment director at Rutland Partners. I've been with Rutland for over six years now. And during that time, I've been involved with several portfolio companies across various industries, from casual dining to car auctions. But we're here today to talk about Woodall Nicholson and Rutland invested in Woodall Nicholson in March 2020. Uh, Woodall Nicholson is a specialist vehicle designer and manufacturer targeting multiple end markets uh, through the production of ceremonial vehicles such as hearses, emergency service vehicles such as ambulances and accessible uh, small to medium buses. Uh, at this point it's probably uh, best if I introduce you or let John introduce himself as well so I'll pass over to John. Yeah, uh, John Randerson, I'm uh, CTO at Woodall Nicholson. I've been with the organisation for coming up seven years now. Uh, I joined joined the particularly the bus division of Woodall Nicholson back in 2014, and we've made a huge amount of changes through the through the business. A terrific amount of growth through that time, and yeah, started working with Jason uh, last year. Now I think. What, what Woodall Nicholson does is it it is a it, it has a myriad of businesses within it that all specialise in innovative and niche uh, transport applications, and that can range anywhere from ceremonial vehicles for the funeral car industry, and that can be uh, petrol, hybrid, diesel, full electric type vehicles. We also do in our bus division a range of size appropriate small buses in diesel and in, in electric as well. We're looking at hydrogen too, which is pretty exciting. And then in our blue light sector, we, we do a range of ambulances, police, com, police car conversions or police vehicle type conversions, special respond cars, all sorts of, all sorts of different vehicles that are, are largely unseen within society, but play a hugely important role right the way across the UK and further afield in other countries as well. So that's... Yeah. A little bit more depth Perfect, perfect. Great. Thanks, John. And I guess kind of that's why we were drawn to, to speaking to you both on, on this um, case study in particular, especially as obviously um, Woodall Nicholson is that innovative business and, and kind of bringing green energy into it as well. Um, so, Jason, when, when Rutland first invested um, in early 2020, as you said, what value creation opportunities did you identify? Well, firstly, I think what, what we saw in Woodall Nicholson, uh, as it was at the time, was a business with market-leading brands, differentiated products, and a very strong management team. So mm -hmm. it's a very good starting position for us. Um, and across each of the divisions, the business targets niche markets with good long-time growth drivers. So uh, in terms of the value creation on top of that existing business, the most exciting piece was leveraging and further investing behind the technology and know-how across the group mm -hmm. in areas such as electric vehicles and low floor access. Um, and this was there are bits and bobs of this knowledge in certain divisions, but it wasn't necessarily being shared 
or used across the group. And that was a really exciting thing, I think, taking the best from each division and uh, applying it to each division in turn. Um, it's quite an exciting opportunity there. Definitely, definitely. Kind of making... Sorry. Oh, no, so, and building on that, the, uh, there's a specific example in terms of the, um, the group had recently acquired a business called VCS, um, which is a specialist in the ambient space. Okay. Um, and that just had some real world applications of some of the know-how that John and his team had developed, particularly in small buses, and applying that into the ambient space was very exciting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I get kind of taking a strong business and making it stronger and, and building on um, those sort of synergies as well in terms of the business that had been brought on. Um, so, and, and John, from your perspective, what um, key changes have been made to the business since Rutland's investment um, and how these changes improved the overall business? Uh, I think I think primarily one of the uh, key uh, key factors in uh, the Rutland guys joining up was it, it crystallised the thought process within within the organisation and enabled the formation of the technology division within Woodall Nicholson. I think that we spearhead that through Promec Technologies, and that allows us to expand our range of zero emission vehicles. We've got products now going across all sectors of the business where as jason alluded to before it was it was a little perhaps a little bit more fragmented but now in the past year we've we've done europe's first frontline uh, dual crewed ambulance which is in service with west midlands uh, ambulance service which has gone fantastically well we've introduced the uk's first all electric hearse product which again has gone fantastically well and we're working on projects where we're looking at hydrogen uh, range extended vehicles not just in a in a fragmented way which would have historically been the way we would have done it but across bus and blue light and light commercial vehicle platforms as well so i guess i guess in summary when you when you'd have a a, a different group of people in dialogue with the business, it does yeah. tend to crystallise ideas and, and we've, we've leveraged that quite well in the last 12 months, I think. Yeah, definitely. It seems so. It seems like you've done quite a lot um, in, in a short period of time, especially with kind of the, the situation with 2020 being the year of the pandemic. Um, and, and Jason, how um, clearly Woodall Nicholson is quite a niche business in what it does and obviously um, with John and, and his team, I'm sure it's filled with with a group of experts. But how did Rutland kind of integrate with the firm and, and work to assist um, where needed? Oh, so the um, what we like to do is um, gain strong understanding um, of each portfolio company uh, and spend plenty of time with uh, each member of the team, so we build up a good working relationship. And um, the aim there is primarily to be able to act fast. Mm -hmm. so that we fully understand the context and the market in which each business operates and the team in which we're working with and then when things change as they inevitably do we are able to react quickly and make fast yeah. decisions so that um, we don't hold hold the team up in any way and hopefully sure. we remain very nimble yeah yeah definitely um great okay and now i'm keen to kind of understand where um the green energy comes into this clearly you've, you've mentioned um some of the vehicles previously um but kind of in what parts of the business have green energy um improvements been introduced 
um, and are there any other plans going forward? Um, so keen to hear from you both on this, whoever wants to go first. Um, I'll, I'll go first then, Jess, if that's all right. Um, I think, I think decarbonisation across the vehicle network, not just in the UK and Europe, but globally is a huge challenge that everybody's, everybody's facing at the moment. And, and I think it's fantastic that a, a, a reasonably sized UK engineering and manufacturing business such as Woodall Nicholson has got already a, a really good link with buying groups across multiple facets of the transport sector, buses, funeral cars, police vehicles, where we can actually look at how we can solve problems through our innovation and through the products that we have and leveraging those products to actually provide real world solutions that, yeah. that, that actually go a long way to delivering solutions that are, we need as a society, because it's, it's absolutely clear that if we don't move towards decarbonisation and we don't come up with these solutions that we're going to find ourselves in a little bit of a pickle. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's great that, I suppose we have a customer base that is very, very willing to accept change and embrace change and look at look at new ideas in terms of vehicles. Mm. And I think we have that strength in depth where we can actually apply that technology. I think because we've done so much with our low floor products already and a lot of innovation around chassis design and integration with, with base vehicles and cars and things like that, yeah. We already have a customer base that's very accepting of Woodall Nicholson doing something rather unique to a product to make it more usable for their market. Yeah, yeah. And so I guess your your customers know change is, is good change when it comes to Woodall Nicholson. And, All, yeah, that's right. All change is good change if it works. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then Jason, what are your thoughts on this? Clearly, this is a... a clear and strong example of value creation um, and improvements to a business um, but what what are your views yeah well i think um when you look at a lot of opportunities you might see new product development and a, a pipeline of initiatives to come and i think the key thing as a as an investor is to try and understand how quickly they could come into fruition mm. and i think that's the real differentiator here with Woodall nicholson they work so closely with all their supplier partners and chassis providers that this pipeline is real uh, and it's deliverable. And we've already seen that in the first year of investment, as John has said, all, all the range of vehicles which were talked about pre-deal have been delivered. Um, and that pipeline is continued to be built and we just see more and more vehicles on the horizon that are being developed and you know, some of which are quite close to, to launch or prototypes, et cetera. So I think that's a really exciting thing here. The ability yeah. to turn ideas into action quickly yeah yeah definitely definitely and as you say it's kind of about the the business working closely with suppliers to be able to um get those things turned around in in as short a time as possible um and and john i understand Woodall nicholson also created a technology division this year um so what does that entail can you tell me more i think the technology division is its prime primary focus is to make sure that we we leverage the innovation, the ideation within, within the business right the way across all of the manufacturing divisions so that we're leaving no stone unturned in, in, in offering credible zero emission or low floor or lightweight solutions to all of our customers. 
because yeah. each of those facets of that innovation are so important for our for our customers be that an additional passenger on a bus because you made it a little bit lighter mm. be that decarbonization through zero emissions be that accessibility because the vehicle is is low floor all of all of those things have a thread that lead back to technology and innovation yeah yeah definitely definitely really interesting point I think, there. I think the other the other thing is on the technology division is and and what's really important for me is the training of young people to come into in, into wood Nicholson apprenticeships mm-hmm. both in terms of um, building vehicles in a practical sense but also engineering we've 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 employed you know I'm, I'm really proud to say that in a in a year that's been dominated by the bad news of COVID and all that that has entailed we've grown our employment we've grown the number of people within the business and and these are both graduates and experienced people the this is both in terms of manufacturing jobs and in skilled engineering jobs as well and I think that's that's something that that goes hand in glove with a lot of this innovation and yeah and at every at every step of the way that's been supported by the guys at, at Rutland as well which is which is fantastic Perfect, amazing. Um, and and Jason, from, from your perspective, um, clearly as, as John is saying, the, the innovation and the technology go hand in hand with the increasing workforce, um, the expanding workforce, sorry. Um, so how has how has Rutland worked with the business to um, enable this? Well, I think it's a, it's, a, it's been a very um, very exciting opportunity because not only will it the division provide a center of excellence and bring all that knowledge into one place so people can work collaboratively um it also represents an investment in flexible capacity for the whole group so it's a, it's a means by which um incremental units can be produced for any end market to a degree so it provides a, a group with um a lot of in, enhanced production capacity and flexibility which is yeah. very exciting so uh, when this when this idea was being discussed, it was um, yeah I'm very supportive of this uh, and and the investment required to deliver it because uh, it, it it provides capacity and it keeps the business nimble and being able to deliver this pipeline of, of new products and new vehicles mm-hmm. uh, on a continual basis. So it's a very exciting opportunity yeah, for us. Definitely, definitely. And how easy has it been onboarding um, new recruits to the business kind of over the last year? Um, rel- relatively easy. I think there's a there's a good pool of talent in the UK. I think there's there's a good there's a good number of engineering graduates that that, that are out there, and and I think there's a there's a very very diverse set of set of skills that we can we can put to put to good use within the organisation, and, and and we're doing that. And I think it's it's always great to get to get that new blood into the organization to challenge the existing norms to look at to look at what we've done before and enhance it to go forward and i, I think it's it, it is it is a really exciting time in terms of bringing those new people into the into the organization yeah yeah definitely and um, and now moving on I'm, I'm interested to get some some more of your your honesty here in terms of how it's been working with a private equity partner um, like Rutland, kind of what are the benefits, would you say, um, of working with a private equity partner? And then Jason, perhaps you could follow in terms of um, where, what are kind of Rutland's key goals for the business going forward? Um, 
I think the the key thing for me is 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 Rutland's desire to want to move quickly and to 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 have a, a and leverage a thought process that that benefits that, that benefits the business. Mm. You get we, we we had Woodall Nicholson is a is a fantastic business, but with Rutland we've been able to accelerate those growth strategies. We've been able to push forward with a bunch of, I think, genuinely interested investors. They look interested most of the time, anyway. So I think you know that's that's always that's always handy. But but genuinely, there there is they they have allowed us to be creative in our thought processes, and mm-hmm. and and really been supportive when it's actually come come up with this is what we actually want to do. So right the way through from an idea to sense checking it adding valued input and 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 to to pushing the green button to go it's it's been yeah. really good great great so it sounds like a true partnership there and really um kind of as you said earlier getting that um encouragement and that additional um point of view in terms of backing up what you're doing is is the correct thing to do i guess going forward and, and absolutely kind of yeah yeah but i think um it's been a lot of open and transparent communication, which um, isn't always as easy when we've been acting in a more remote fashion um, yeah. over the last year. But as I said, a little building a very good working relationship with the team pre-deal has continued. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we've got a very good sort of open dialogue to facilitate those discussions. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and, and what about going forward, Jason? What, what are your plans for the business? And, and John, um, if you could follow from there. Yeah, sure. So um, I think the, the first and foremost is um, centered around capitalizing on the development and innovation that's already been done. Um, so John's sure. mentioned about a number of um, new, new vehicles which have been launched. Um, mm-hmm. It's fair to say it's still early days um, in that. And I think there's lots of upside um, to be had uh, and from those developments. And not only that, but the, the next wave in the pipeline is, is just as interesting as John alluded to in terms of um, elements of hydrogen technology. Yeah. Um, and I think we're, it's a very exciting market backdrop um, where customers are engaging with you because they are absolutely demanding this uh, low carbon transport solutions. Um, yeah. And it's at the forefront of, of every conversation um, the team are having with their customers. And it's something mm-hmm. that we're in a position to, to fulfill and, and work closely with them to deliver. Um, so I think that's first and foremost um, over the coming year for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and in what way are you looking to support them going forward? Do you think um, with Rutland's investments, do you tend to be as involved Following the, the first year, we can kind of continue with the same level of, of support and, and partnership there. Yeah, that's it's a case by case basis. Um, but I think we're, we're always involved. As I say, we like to um, make sure we're close to business so we understand uh, exactly what's going on in the market backdrop so that we can react quickly. And I think um, this is a fast changing environment in which Woodall Nicholson is, is operating. So I think that will absolutely continue in terms of. Uh, our interest, as, as John says, is, is genuine. Um, so we've, yeah. um, we, we, we will continue to be involved uh, and up to date and, and hopefully providing some sort of fresh sort of external insight from, from outside looking in. Um, so yeah, yeah. we we'll definitely uh, remain interested in, uh, over the coming year and beyond as, <laughs> as John's recognising with the chuckle. John, 
yeah he is enthusiastically smiling so so it's it's truly a good thing um <laughs> in it terms is. of partnership going forward yeah and yeah. and john to, to conclude us on our chat today um what what are your kind of from your perspective what are the business's plans and the goals for the rest of the year it's there's there's no doubt that that these are these are really exciting times i think especially to be, to be involved in a business like wood ornicleson at a time like this where where our industry is going through a, a significant change um the the drive towards decarbonization is is huge we have fantastic customers who are who are very welcoming and want to embrace that change we have we have fantastic ideas and and existing technologies that we we can bring to market in the coming years mm-hmm. and i think as a whole Woodall Nicholson and and Rutland and our customers will will all benefit from some of the innovation that we're we're doing at the moment and we'll continue to develop so it's it's all good fun exciting times definitely definitely it seems so i look forward to, to kind of keeping up in the next year or so and, and seeing where the business goes and and how how Rutland are working with you um so perfect thank you both for joining me on the session today um it's been a pleasure speaking with you both thank you very much for your time thank you as well. appreciate it and thanks everyone for listening